Three, two, one. Welcome. This is Hell to the Podcast, episode number 34, coming to you from sunny Singapore and somewhere in Southern Europe. It is a, a fabulous day indeed, um, even though uh, the events in Europe currently are more than horrible. Um, our thoughts and uh, prayers obviously go to the people of Ukraine, um, and hopefully this conflict can be uh, de-escalated um, as soon as possible, and and peace can be um, obviously found uh, by one means or another very soon. I hope you are still staying safe, safe, and still staying sane as well. Uh, even though uh, the world seems to be going quite wild with COVID and the war in Ukraine and everything else, but that is like the um, anecdote towards um, this week's episode as well as. Keeping up to your healthy habits and healthy routines, no matter what is happening in your life, is, is always the best way uh, for you to actually be able to cope with these um, very tough situations. So hence, never ever um, stop doing your healthy routines, healthy habits, as that is um, key in uh, key for both, both your mental and physical well-being as well. And for this great episode, I am joined by the CEO of Healthzilla, Laura Ranin. Welcome, Laura. How are you? Thank you, Nico. I'm great, thanks. How are you? And how, how is the, uh, the sunny southern Europe? It's sunny indeed. We have like this crazy wind uh, in the past few days. It, I think yesterday it was around 40 kilometers an hour. Seriously? And like yeah, yeah. It felt like, you know, the, the trees are falling over and whatnot. Uh, but nonetheless, you know, the sun is shining, the sea looks fabulous. I'm, I'm kind of addicted to these amazing sunsets and sunrises over here. Absolutely. And, and how, how's, how's your family and yourself um, um, with regards to the recent events in, in Ukraine? Uh, I would say we're more than well, obviously very concerned about uh, Ukrainian friends and, and um, other people in, in our uh, <laughs> friends and family who were one way or another very much directly affected by the war. Uh, but we're safe. I feel this is a good place to be, Southern Europe, uh, at the moment. Uh, I feel I, I kind of. I wish there was more that I could do to help. But you know that there are, like all your listeners know, there are ways to to contribute, to to donate, to to directly help. Like like really, we do what we can do, and then we try to stay strong, stay sane. Um, you know, um, keep our spirits up. I'm, I'm sure this will be over soon. Absolutely, and and from the whole Hellsill team as well. Obviously, our our my our um, thoughts and prayers go to all of those affected uh, around Ukraine and and the rest of the world um, through this conflict. Um, but as as you said, you know, it, we we just have to control the controllable and do whatever is within our reach of of actions, i.e., donating money or giving other types of support um, to uh, the efforts uh, down in Ukraine. Um, there's been a massive influx of help coming into the refugees from uh, from Ukraine towards Central Europe as well. It's been quite heartwarming, actually, to uh, to notice the uh, um, the warm heartedness um, of people around Central Europe and across the world as well to who who come and help those um, left without their homes and, and all that. Yeah, yeah. But in any case, um, what? 
Healthzilla is all about is, is about healthy habits. And obviously, during these very tumultuous times, it is very important for all of us to keep up our healthy habits. Um, and in the last, I don't know, maybe 10 episodes of, of this podcast, we've had quite heavy topics in terms of um, the non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and some other scientific topics as well. So this one will be will be more of a conversational and a light lighthearted topic about um, Laura's and mine um, top tips and top hacks, um, what comes to healthy habits and health in itself as well. Um, and Laura, Laura, you you guys have been all like traveling all over the place. I trust this has been quite challenging for yourself to upkeep your your healthy habits over these um, these past few months. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, like I mentioned before we started recording, uh, this is actually the eighth apartment or home uh, for me <laughs> in the past three months. So um, this kind of any, I've been to several countries, and you know, uh, this nomad lifestyle has has definitely been a massive change from my regular routines in, in Singapore. Uh, but yeah, it's interesting. And actually, you know, I've been living out of my suitcase for three months now. Uh, and that kind of teaches you really well this trendy minimalist lifestyle. So like I mentioned, I actually I have two sets of clothes. Uh, one is in the laundry and the other one I'm, I'm wearing. And kind of I'm, I'm at this point, I'm so sick of kind of trying to reinvent whatever I, I do yeah. or whatever I wear. So it's kind of, I've established quite a good routine um, and uh, kind of try to keep up my healthy habits without an access to a gym or, you know, these kind of luxury things that you would have in a, in your regular everyday life. Exactly. And, and because of all the move moves you, you guys have done um, between different countries and, uh, living from suitcases and, and all that, plus managing the whole family uh, with kids as well. Um, it must have been quite a ride for you just to trying to manage work and life and family and everything else uh, amongst this time, right? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and the you know bureaucratic nightmare that southern Spain is if you're trying to buy property or you know do anything meaningful over here, the mm. delays and you know the, the I'm currently I'm living in the middle of a construction uh, zone here <laughs> so yeah. but it definitely I would say referring to previous episodes um, kind of having that same um, mindset it helps meditation helps like all these kind of I would say mindful gigs uh, if you've done those over the past few years or you know if you're experiencing rough times right now and you're kind of seeking for some kind of peace of mind mm. I would say start now it helps because it kind of helps you to approach these struggles and whatnot with this accepting uh, attitude that, you know, we, we do what we can, um, but then there is a whole bunch of things that even if we try super duper hard every day, you, you cannot really have any impact. Yeah. So those you, you just have to accept and try to cope with it and kind of move on. So that that's I would say thanks to um, a lot of mindful mindfulness practice over the past few years, uh, I would say I'm now definitely reaping the benefits. Yeah, but that, that that is actually a very good good point because currently what we see <clears throat> all across in the media, like every single media outlet, social media, traditional media, 
everything is full of war. You see terrible images on Twitter or whichever uh, social media app um, you, you're using, and you can very easily get into this never-ending downwards spiral of just getting deeper and deeper into the uh, into the rat hole. And yeah. that, that will have an impact into your mindset very quickly. Um, so please, please be mindful and protect your own mind as well. Obviously, don't turn your back from the truth and what's happening, but um, just protect your mind from this constant inflow of uh, negative and scary news and, and, and all this, because it, it, it is a big, um, it, it will have a big impact to your mental health and, and your overall mood and productivity and health as well. Yeah, definitely. So um, as we have done in our previous, ep- actually like every single previous episode for 30, 33 episode, episodes now, we ask, all, ask our guests to give their top three tips for a healthier and more fulfilling life. Um, so we, we are going to expand this, this sort of question a little bit um, here with Laura. So we're going to um, basically go through each of our five sort of top health hacks, books, tips, uh, which we find useful for ourselves and which has, has made, a, made a significant impact into our lives. Um, so you, you, hopefully uh, you, get, you get something uh, good out of this, i.e. tips, which you could potentially implement into your life as well. Uh, you might be doing some of these things already, but um, um, yeah. So Laura, what are your five top health hacks and tips? Yes. So I'll start from the top. So my favorite uh, currently in, in Southern Europe is, is local berries. So these, like after Singapore, so Singapore doesn't produce any kind of uh, berries, uh, mm-hmm. unfortunately, due to weather and whatnot. So everything is is imported. But over here, you can actually find these organic, locally grown uh, berries from the region. And they're like super mm-hmm. sweet, super tasty, super rich in antioxidants and all sorts of health benefits like fiber and whatnot. So this is definitely like if you're in a place um, where you have access to local berries or fruits or whatnot, I would recommend go go for that. It definitely lifts your mood. It looks beautiful on the plate. It you know provides a ton of health benefits, and it's just you know it's easy and it's it's you know uh, I would say uh, one of the um, most unappreciated things in your everyday life. You know, uh, having those fresh colorful tasty local berries i absolutely love that um i I love berries myself and that's one of the one of the downsides here in singapore that you don't get that that um fresh berries as everything's imported but which um which berries do you specifically um usually buy then laura uh currently i'm getting raspberries those are amazing i'm getting strawberries and blueberries so that's kind of what's currently in season available you know, in every supermarket and farmer's market over here. So those would be the ones. And I, I, you know, I enjoy them just like that on top of my oatmeal. Um, I throw them into my new Vitamix and, you know, make an awesome smoothie. So it's, you know, you you can virtually add those to a salad with more savory ingredients. So there are multiple ways to, to use them. Absolutely. And, and, and the health benefits cannot be understated, like, or sorry, uh, excuse me, overstated. Um, obviously, uh, fresh berries, blueberries, raspberries have a lot of vitamins, um, antioxidants, um, uh, 
fiber and everything else as well. Plus, the, the nice fact is that usually berries are quite low in calories as well. So you can use, yep, them, true. use them as snacks, replace your old habits of um, eating candy or something like that. Have a exactly. Bowl. They're so sweet. Exactly. Have a bowl of uh, um, strawberries, for example, and just replace your snacks with something healthier. And therefore, berries are a great option. What about you, Nico? What's your number one kind of uh, tip or hack or whatever is trending in your life right now? Yeah, so I think I'm, I'm a very simple person and I, I need simple rules in my life. And um, it, it, my, my sort of first top tip or top health hack, which has made the biggest impact in my life, um, into my own health as well overall over the years, um, which is sort of connected to eating, <laughs> eating berries because low calories, is flexible dieting in weight management. Um, mm, yeah. So... What flexible dieting, we have an episode about calorie counting and, and uh, I think a few episodes about, you know, eating healthy and all that. But what flexible dieting specifically, what it means is that, yes, I do count my macros about 80 to 90% of the, the time. There might be some days during the weekend when I don't, depending on whether I'm cutting weight or whether I'm maintaining weight. Um, if I'm cutting weight, then I do count every single day. Uh, everything I eat. I have a certain goals goals of uh, macronutrients for myself, protein, carbs, carbohydrates, and fats, which I try to hit. And I don't have a specific meal plan for that. So I technically can eat almost anything that fits in within those um, macronutrient targets. Now, mm-hmm. what that what that sort of gives you is, is quite a lot of uh, freedom to choose um, well, not a lot, but a little bit of freedom to, you know, maybe if you want to have a beer or, uh, I don't know, a, a piece of chocolate one day or something like that, you can have that. But you obviously have to track that, measure it, uh, measure how much you ate, track it so that you don't go overboard with it. Um, and then then you, where, where this sort of has led me into is a very balanced um, um, sort of diet, if you may. Um, I eat 80% of the time very healthy, such as berries. I eat a ton of berries. I probably eat like at least two, 300 grams of berries per day. Um, I eat, you know, oatmeal, uh, broccoli, chicken, that type of stuff. Pumpkin. Pumpkin is one of my favorites um, uh, for like five, six days a week. And then I might have a might have like a a restaurant dinner or something on one day, which again, still has to fit my macro macronutrient targets. But as I've, as I've been doing this for the past um, five and a half years now, it's well, obviously I lost a significant um, amount of weight back in 2016, 2017, but it's, it's never left me and I haven't gained, gained that weight back, um, which basically to me is like the perfect solution for my weight management because I, I unfortunately, I, I yo-yoed with, with my um, weight for about 20 years anyway, <laughs> anywhere between 80 to 80 kilos and 109 kilos. So it just went up and down, up and down, up and down. So flexible dieting was my way of cutting that yo-yo uh, yo-yo dieting um cycle uh, and it's it's definitely made the made, made the best um impact in into my life and it still is my number one health hack yeah cool and i think as you've done the cal- calorie counting for such a long time you kind of have the numbers in your head you oh, yeah. wouldn't need to even like 
type it into an app and whatnot. Because I actually, um, when I was working for a health and fitness company in the past, I was doing a lot of uh, recipes. I was, I had to count all the macros and whatnot. So even from that uh, time period, which lasted maybe for a month that I was just, you know, uh, going through my fitness pal and getting all the, the macros and, and calories and whatnot for different kind of ingredients and, and meals. I kind of, even now, years and years later, I still remember most of it, even though I've never done calorie counting for myself. Mm-hmm. So I would say if you're doubtful and you kind of feel like, oh, I'm not going to, I will get sick of it. I'm, I'm not going to be counting calories for the rest of my life. It probably helps if you do it for, let's say, four or eight weeks, even. Oh, absolutely. Uh, th- that's a time period when you kind of learn the basic um you know, calories from the most things you would be eating every day anyway. So kind of, you know, just give it a shot if you yeah. feel like, you know, th- this is something you've been uh, wanting to try, but are not sure if you want to commit for the rest of your life. It kind of gives you, I would say, a good perspective on, you know, what's a Shake Shack meal or, you know, how, yeah. how much calories would you get from a I don't know, a green smoothie or these kind of things. Yeah. Last time I ate at Shake Shack, the calorie count for one meal was 1,920. Oh my God. And you know, Nico, this is, I, I'm ashamed to admit that Shake Shack is the restaurant I'm missing the most from Singapore. Well, they don't have Shake Shack. Oh my goodness. No, they don't, they don't have it over here. Oh, and okay. it's such a shame because you know me, I, I, I love my fine dining Michelin star restaurants, but still in everyday life, yeah. Shake Shack is really like, I, I have that craving every now and then because I, I, it used to be like a, a, a regular thing for me. Um, to go over there and you know have my amazing burger I, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not a you know french fries kind of person but okay. that burger was so nice and now I'm like <laughs> <laughs> you know whenever i get go, go to um, a country where they actually have it that's going to be my sure first you, meal yeah. over there oh, yeah yeah hopefully it. when i return to singapore i will have it at the airport because absolutely um, <laughs> Changi jewel has one outlet so <laughs> That what? will happen for sure. Exactly. Like one, one, and um, just one more point about flexible dieting. And I, I think what you mentioned um, just uh, before the Shake Shack story about it would be good for everybody to <clears throat> track their calories for at least a short period of time, like four to eight weeks, is to understand what are the caloric um, amounts of each each food group, for example. And the one one of my favorite questions or examples which I like to give about this is that. Um, <clears throat> if you take a handful of macadamia nuts, handful being about 60 grams, guess how much uh, s- fresh strawberries you can get with the same amount of calories that those ma- macadamia nuts, 60 grams or a handful of macadamia nuts have? I would say probably 300 grams, even half a kilo. 1.3 kilos. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I should be counting my calories now. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, so, so what you what you mentioned about you know everybody should try it is definitely true because like if if you haven't looked into this, I'm pretty sure that that a lot of people wouldn't wouldn't actually know that macadamia nuts, for example, or nuts in general, have quite a lot of calories, even though they are considered a health food as such as well. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Definitely. So onwards. How about your number two? Yeah, so my list is quite material. I just noticed it right now. Uh, but yeah, okay. uh, good, yeah, it's just this nomad lifestyle. Uh, there are a few things that make it bearable, uh, make it easier, make it kind of make it easy for me to sustain my healthy habits. And number two on my list is a good yoga mat. Oh, that's um, yeah. And this is kind of I was using bad yoga mats. You know the the ten dollar ones you can mm -hmm. get from Watsons in Singapore, which you know, the, the really cheap ones and they were slippery. They would break after a certain time period and they were just not comfortable. Uh, and then I think it was about two years ago, I invested in a, uh, the company's called, I think a life form. I'm not sure how they pronounce it. Okay. Um, but this is like the, you know, the Rolls Royce of yoga mats. Mm -hmm. okay. I've never looked back. It's, it's so nice. It's thick. It's heavy. It's, uh, not slippery whatsoever so you can do any kind of asanas on top of it hmm. the only minus i would say is that it, it actually if you sweat a lot on the mat it kind of uh it stains it and it's really difficult with the with the material they've used for it it's hmm. difficult to uh clean those stains but oh. then again you know it's a yoga mat i don't exactly. care if it's stained or whatnot it's still like extremely comfortable and i've used it for two years straight and it's just getting better so i you know as i mentioned i don't have an access to a gym at least not a regular one and i've even abandoned my <laughs> my exercise bands um the, the resistance bands that I used to carry along because they kind of broke and I didn't bother to buy new ones. But still, if you have a good exercise mat, uh, you can do body weight workouts, you can do heat, you can do my favorite, which is, which is the slow-mo strength. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so slow reps. Uh, and, you know, you, you can do so many things. You can do conditioning, you can do yoga, you can do stretching. So this is really something that, you know, if you don't bring anything else, at, at least bring a yoga mat. And I actually, I, I do have a second one, which is the uh, Manduka super thin one. It's super lightweight. You can put it in your um, carry-on and it fits mm -hmm. basically everywhere. So if nothing else, get like a tiny yoga mat that you can easily carry around. And then there is no excuse virtually for you to kind of skip workouts or, you know, even your quick uh, conditioning session so that would be my um, top tip number two I absolutely love that um, it's something that, that I I sort of haven't thought about that much myself as I'm, I'm more towards the weights and barbells and stuff crossfit sweat sweating in in, in the gym um, type of guy and, and during the lockdowns even though I did my workouts I still sort of found it a bit um, difficult to do the workouts because I don't have a good yoga mat. Um, um, so it was kind of, un, you know, you can't work out, well, you could work out in your shoes um, in your room, but I, but I found it a bit um, noxious and, and I didn't want to do it. So there were always these um, excuses of not, not doing these uh, workouts, but it's absolutely true. When you have a good yoga mat, you can do anything anywhere with it, whether it be, you know, lockdowns or quarantines or traveling or, you know, moving around like, like you guys have done. 
Um, there's absolutely no excuse to do your yoga session or heat or just stretching or whatever movement that is that it is that you have to do or um, slow slow repetition body weight movements or whatnot and obviously uh, a yoga mat will make it much more comfortable you don't have to wear shoes inside it fits to your carry-on baggage or at least in into into your um, um, check-in luggage um, as well so that's, that's actually a, a brilliant tip which, which i wouldn't have thought of thought of <laughs> that's good to hear how about you what's your uh, tip number two The, this this tip number two is it, it's probably um, quite quite directly towards what we do here in Healthzilla, but what one tip would or one sort of health hack which has made a big deal big impact in my life is the use of wearable devices and smart scales. Um, mm -hmm. I've I've done this quite extensively. I think I've done um, the wearable device usage much more than an average person, but not towards the biohacker style where you shove lights up your nose and stuff, which is kind of weird to me. But anyway, um, I have the Aura Ring. I have uh, Apple Watch. I have an SPO2 ring. I have um, a spirometer. Uh, I've got a, a blood pressure um, cuff uh, and a smart scale. So, so all your listeners, you can imagine what Nico looks like with all his gadgets. <laughs> But, but like like the, the three things which I use the most is the Apple Watch, Aura Ring, and my smart scale. Uh, I step on, so when I wake up, I step on a scale every morning because to me, my managing my weight, because I, I have a t um, genetic tendency and tendency from my youth um, of, you know, gaining weight really quickly. So that is the reason why I step on a scale every morning and track my seven-day average uh, weight so that it doesn't uh, it, it will not start to climb or it's going towards the direction I, I want to and that smart scale then obviously um, syncs automatically into my uh, uh, Apple health kit which then is picked up by Healthzilla as well Healthzilla app and and, and I can I can um, monitor and develop my healthy habits within the app as well um, yeah, in yeah. terms of uh, the use of Aura, uh, Aura Ring, which I only use towards, uh, sorry, uh, towards tracking my sleep. So I don't use the smart ring uh, during the daytime at all. Um, because okay. It is a bit inconvenient because you can't really lift weights um, yeah, yeah. With, the, with the smart ring. So I only use it to, to track my sleep. But when I started to track my sleep, I, I got so fascinated about it. And, and then I started reading more about it and how important sleep is to you and the different stages of sleep, rapid eye movement, sleep, deep sleep, light sleep, uh, and even, even the wakeful states uh, during the night and how different types of activities or Uh, food or alcohol and how, how all of the all of these actually impact your sleeping patterns and the quality of your sleep as well. So I automatically started to adjust my lifestyle and towards the direction that I, I started to taking actions, going to bed earlier, starting to uh, shut down my di digital devices, you know, at nine o'clock, uh, one hour before going to bed, um, you know, stop drinking coffee at noon basically previously i used to drink my last coffee at you know 6 p.m or something before leaving the office oh wow <laughs> but th this was obviously um, um all before I, i realized that what what kind of an impact that actually has to my sleep and when i've when i've used all right it actually has then over time improved my sleep as well dramatically and mm -hmm. then then obviously the apple watch um 
to me, like I, I've never been a big uh, watch person, so I'm not a watch collector or I've never had expensive watches or whatnot. Um, an Apple watch um, for me, the reason why I got it before, before Apple watch I actually had the Garmin Garmin something, I can't even recall what it was, but um, when I started uh, using these wearable devices, which track your activity levels throughout the day, um, that actually um, gives me a nice boost in terms of just simply moving more. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not just saying that, that, okay, you do your everyday workout, my CrossFit workout or, or whatever, but simply... It put because I track. I, I've got a Google Sheet where I track everything, and obviously through Healthzilla app and, and all, all the other fitness apps I have on my phone, I can see my activity levels um, throughout the month and throughout the weeks. So I have the average um, activity, calories burned, or steps taken, or whatever it is. And over time, all of these numbers over the year, a few years now, have been going up. Um, yeah. I'm technically moving much more. I walk everywhere. I take. I. I. If it's further away, I might take my or hop onto my bicycle and, and ride there with a bicycle rather than taking taxi or a public transportation. But just <clears throat> the overall um, levels of movement have improved um, quite significantly for me. Yeah, um, and it definitely helps that they keep nagging every hour. Like stand up and you know take some steps and which is actually super great because this sedentary (laughs) lifestyle is such a bad thing for us humans. You know, if you just sit all day long, sip your coffee and then, you know, even if you go for that one hour run after your work day, you've Mm. been sitting in the same position for the entire day. It's not good for your spine, your muscles, your overall health, your longevity. So just that you get that buzz from your wrist reminding you to kind of, you know, stand up uh, and take a quick walk every hour. You can take a glass of water at that point. Um, it, it really helps. And the same with the breathing uh, reminders. I think yeah. that's a, a great that's thing, kind of bringing a tiny bits of mindfulness into our days every day. Absolutely. And, and, and the fact is that whatever we measure in our lives continuously, usually those areas start to improve. Wherever yeah. focus goes, energy flows as well. So that's my tip number two. How about your third one, Laura? Yeah, uh, related to this <laughs> everyday yeah. mindfulness, um, I tried out the the uh, mantra meditation course uh, with the Oak app. So we can obviously link all of this in the podcast notes. Uh, but they have, I think they, was it due to the pandemic uh, that they kind of, decided to release this one for free. Uh, but this is a very basic, simple meditation app, not the fancy one, you know, your columns and whatnot that have a ton of content. This is super simple. And, you know, I've been doing the health cell meditation for many years, um, the unguided 10 minute one. Um, but this was like, if you're looking for a change and you don't want to pay those hideous subscription fees uh, of the fancy apps, uh, try this one. Uh, so it is like um, a 10 day course, mantra meditation, and the sessions are about 20 minutes a day. So you kind of have to arrange time for that. And I would recommend you start if you're completely unfamiliar with mindfulness, maybe start with a, a, a shorter session. Um, but this one was really great and it's fully guided. Um, it kind of, it, it's this, I would say the mantra element. Um, 
is a very nice change. So if you're looking for something new, uh, you're experiencing tough times, maybe anxiety because of the current world events or whatnot, you know, your life is in complete turbulence. Try this one. Just give it a give it a shot. Try it for a few days, and you know, see see if you like it. So this would be my uh, tip number three. That's actually a great great tip. I did that exactly the same course um, during one of the lockdowns in Singapore. And I, I, yeah. I found it very useful actually because I, I've been doing the ten minute, twenty minute silent meditations for quite a quite a long time. I'd never had tried uh, mantra meditation before, and, and therefore um, I found it very very useful indeed. And and it doesn't cost you anything as well. So do you? Yeah. Uh, Download the Oak app and uh, um, go to the courses section and you'll find it there for free. So that's great. Yeah. And it also syncs with your health kit, your HealthZilla app. It kind of, you can track your progress even with that. Yeah, yeah, very true. Very true. That's it. So for, for my number uh, tip number three, um, just follow us through the movement, which uh, was included in, in my second tip is... Um, a lot, and let me let me give some background to this first. A lot of people who I speak to um, uh, complain that they haven't, if they haven't had like a very active childhood in terms of having any sports they played or done some um, sports when they were growing up. Um, so quite a lot of people usually complain that they don't know what type of exercise they should be doing, or they're not sure whether they they like running or like going to the gym or like playing tennis or whatever. Um, and it is a trial and error, um, obviously. But the one thing, like, I, I don't really care what is it that you do for your exercise, but find one form of exercise, whatever it is, if it's golf, walking, running, tennis, football, doesn't matter, um, kickboxing, but find one form of exercise which you are passionate about and which you really enjoy doing, whether it's because the, the classes are nice or the, the people you're, you're doing it is, is nice or it's just otherwise very close to your heart. And then <clears throat> set out a clear schedule during the week, every week, and never deviate from that schedule of actually doing, doing that one form of exercise. Because um, we can, in the world of class passes and everything else, like everything is so accessible now. You can book a yoga class, you can book a, a spinning class, you can book a CrossFit or a other functional fitness type class. You can book, um, you know, tennis classes and everything else. It's it's all there. Everything's very um, uh, achievable or available right now. Rather than trying to jump from one exercise to another find one which you really, really are passionate about and form your exercise routine around that and don't deviate from it. Of course, if you want to try out something something fun and do some other forms as well, go ahead, but have one form of exercise, which is your main main thing, basically. Um, and, and whatever happens in your life, keep doing that. Keep doing that because that, it, that will keep you healthy and your mind sharp as well. Mm. That's a good one. Is there a particular sports that you've had in your life, like absolutely consistently forever through every you know everything that has happened? Yeah, so so um, I've gone quite a, through quite a, quite a bit in my life in the last two years, and the one one constant, <laughs> I just I was just actually thinking about this yesterday. The one constant in my life 
which has always been there um, for me, is CrossFit. It, it, it just is CrossFit. And there's something about um, the modality of the exercises that you do in CrossFit, the functional fitness side, combined with the community aspect and ha- actually having a coach there. It just, it is just a, it's, 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 a, it's like a meditative place or like a religious place for me, almost, almost if, if you, uh, if you allow me to use such terminology. But when I <clears throat> wake up in the morning, I walk 1.6 kilometers to, uh, to my CrossFit gym. I work out two hours. I walk back and that's that I, I do that for six days um, a week. And to me, it's like a non-negotiable and it, it's, it's, it's a really, really important piece of my life currently. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. Do, do you have any of these? Like, do, um, I would say, especially um, looking at the past three months, hmm. um, kind of the, <laughs> the easiest form uh, of exercising for me, regardless of where you are on this planet, hmm. is walking and running. Absolutely. And obviously, yeah, I, I, I spent some time in, in Lapland where it was super cold and slippery and whatnot. I would do power walks up the, the hills or, you know, the small mountains that yeah. you would have in the Finnish Lapland. Because, um, you know, I, I didn't uh, have skis at the time and it was like minus 20 and mm. whatnot. Um, but even, yeah, I, I'm, I would say yes. Uh, the yoga mat is an excellent uh, thing to kind of have those body weight uh, workouts incorporated into your lifestyle. But I would say if, if you're, you know, if, if you don't have even that yoga mat or if you have a super tiny apartment where you don't have the space to do it and it's cold outdoors, um, a walking is still a thing you can do. Um, Absolutely. Or, you know, if the weather permits and you're, you know, you're, um, you fancy running, um, that would be something as well. So all you actually need is a good pair of walking or running shoes. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, that, that's, I would say, looking at my l- entire life, this is the only consistent thing that I've had for yeah. decades uh, and then, you know, other things come and go, whether it's it's uh, gym or yoga or Pilates or whatnot. But I would say I'm not super passionate about those. And that's probably why I haven't been finding a way or, you know, I, I haven't been so passionate about gym workouts that I would have actually gone out, found a gym and, you know, find a way to to continue doing it. I'm kind of just saying to myself right now, uh, I'll wait and see the, you know, it, it will return when yeah. it's convenient, when, when it's time to get back to it. But I'm not, you know, uh, going the extra mile right now to, to uh, have the opportunity to, let's say, do strength workouts at a gym. Um, so it, this must be that it's, this is not, you know, making my heart sing or, you know, a, mm giving me that meditative experience like you you would experience with CrossFit. Because I remember, Nico, when we were um, in Milan for a work trip, uh, you and myself, yeah. you, you would wake up super early. You would go and find a CrossFit box somewhere in yeah. Milan. And I would just continue sleeping and have a nice breakfast. <laughs> and, you know, this is the difference. Yeah. 
so I, I do think that walking is a great form of exercise. There's nothing wrong with that. It is, I think it's meditative in itself. I love walking around a lot. I love running too. So and the, uh, again, the most accessible form of workout anywhere in the world, going out for a walk uh, or going out for a, a run um, for sure. All right, Laura, what's your number four? Yeah, um, I would say, um, so this was a competition between two things. So again, material things. Uh, so one was the walking part, which you actually um, mentioned already. So you would need good shoes for that. And my current go-to ones is, is the on-running cloud shoes. So those are good for, you know, mountain pads. Uh, they're good for running. They're good for... What's it called? All- on, on, on run- running oh. on running is the brand and cloud is the the shoe type uh, this is a swiss brand it was introduced to me by a friend who lives in switzerland uh, and you know my fanatic uh, <laughs> approach to switzerland because I, I i used to live over there uh, but yeah th- this is this shoe is super lightweight it has a really good profile so even if you you know uh you know, take 15k steps a, a day like I do. The, this pair will last for a long time. Okay. Um, but yeah, th- this is a good one. But the second thing I have competing with these uh, running shoes is is um, my omega three supplement. So oh. this is kind of yeah, because you, you you remember that in Singapore I used to take like I don't know 20 different supplements every day. So yeah, I was just making sure that I have everything covered, every base covered. Over here, again, I'm lazy. I cannot, you know, living out of a suitcase, you cannot have like a massive uh, (laughs) supplement uh, collection with you. So I have settled for one, and this is omega-3. So I feel like the probiotic aspects I can cover just by having, you know, probiotic-rich foods such as kimchi, um, sauerkraut, yep. uh, you know, drinking kombucha and all this kind of stuff. I, I used to take it as a supplement back in Singapore. Uh, vitamin D was something that I would take in Singapore, but it's, it's super sunny in Southern Europe. So I feel like this is, you know, I don't need to take a supplement right now. At least I haven't taken any um, in the past three months. But omega-3, um, I would say eating enough fatty fish and chia seeds and whatnot to cover my daily needs uh, and to, you know, guarantee good brain function and whatnot. This is the only supplement that I'm, um, I've said to myself I, I will be taking probably for the rest of my life every day. So, um, yeah, that, that's uh, either running shoes or omega-3 supplement. Oh, well, I, I, I guess we can take both of them because obviously um, having good running shoes, especially if you are active in walking or running, then having good running shoes is quite essential. Protecting your feet um, when you're moving a lot um, is, is, is obviously important. Uh, plus, it, it might improve your uh, performance as well. Um, and obviously, even though better, better quality running shoes might cost a little bit more and will cost a little bit more, um, they will likely last a bit longer as well than the cheaper ones. So a great tip right there. What's your shoe brand right now? Well, um, <laughs> I uh, the last <laughs> my um, so you I, go barefoot. 
as I do CrossFit, I, I use the uh, Reebok CrossFit Nano 7s, which are ridiculously old. I actually super glued them back together <laughs> just this morning. Okay. The, 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 the soles were coming off and all that. But uh, yeah, um, otherwise, I, I mostly use Nike, Nike shoes um, for okay. running, uh, running and walking and everything else. Uh, but yeah, I've had exactly the same experience as you. It might be interesting to, uh, to try the, the brand, which you mentioned. Sounds quite unique. Yep. We can actually add it, uh, add a link to the podcast notes. Just yeah. you know, we have no affiliation to this company, but I've just really enjoyed the shoes, and they actually have like this uh, quick fastening thing. So you just pull them. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so it, it's also fast and okay. easy, and they they look pretty nice. Nice, nice, and obviously on the supplement front, if you look at omega three, that based on all sorts of scientific studies, probably hundreds or thousands of them, like omega-3 is probably the only real supplement which you would actually need, like actually, actually need. Of course, like a lot of supplements will give you some benefits um, all in all, but omega-3 is probably one of the most important ones. So I, I like um, that doesn't come, come to me as a surprise that you said that, but it's a great reminder for us that uh, omega-3 is a, is a great supplement to take. Yeah. yeah. What about your number four? Uh, my number four like, is the ultimate health hack. Um, I already rambled on about this uh, um, in my um, tip about the wearable devices, but uh, my number four ultimate, this is actually probably the most important one for me and for everybody else as well, is sleep which is the ultimate yeah. health hack. Um, before, you know, before I started using wearable devices, I did not pay too much attention to my sleep. I actually slept probably like four or five hours, maybe five and a half hours a night because I worked so much that I woke up early for my workouts um, and everything else. When I started reading about the, the impact of uh, um, uh, chronic sleep deprivation, then I was, I was quite like horrified uh, uh, about myself. <laughs> Why did I not study about this earlier? But hey, it is what it is. Um, yeah. Then when you really start um, paying attention to um, how does a good night's sleep actually improve your mood, for example, how are you feeling? Um, how are you performing? How your brain functions? How your body functions? How your body recovers from, from a workout? how your memory works, how, how much you, you feel like laughing and smiling throughout the day. Like it's, it is like a combination of having your internal, internal um, psychiatric, um, internal um, recovery booster, internal like comedian and everything else like combined into this one wonderful thing called sleep. When you really pay attention, <laughs> pay attention to sleep, um, it, it really can change a lot of, um, things for the better uh, in your life, both physically and mentally as well. Um, yeah, and I would say a great uh, place to start with this is um, actually listening to the sleep episode that we did with yeah. Dr. Mina Eman and reading Matthew Walker's book, Why We Sleep. Those are kind of, I think, very straightforward uh, <laughs> episodes or books or whatever. They, they offer simple perfect. explanations uh, to the questions that you know, you might have, you know, why should I sleep more? Why should I invest in, in better sleep? You know, Absolutely. so yeah. definitely start from their very understandable uh, formats, both. Have you been able to sleep uh, during your 
um, like period of where, where you've moved, what, eight times or something? Yeah, about that. <laughs> um, listen, Nico, I actually stopped wearing my aura ring because the stats look so depressing. Really? So I, I haven't been wearing it in weeks. Uh, oh. I just said to myself, I don't want to, like, I can feel it in the morning when yeah. I get out of the bed if I'm energetic or if I'm not most mornings I'm not I think currently in the middle of this construction zone the biggest hurdle is that I don't have curtains I won't be having curtains uh, in a while because of the oh. dust and whatnot is happening uh, in this place so uh, there is so much light and even if I I have a sleep mask it doesn't help and there is a you know there is noise and there is you know a lot of stress and all these kind of things and I, I've always been a terribly bad sleeper. I th- there is a um, blog that I wrote about my sleep, um, kind of my sleep history. Okay. So it hasn't been easy for me ever, uh, but I kind of trust that once things settle down once there's some stability in my life um uh, you know it will improve and obviously i'm still doing whatever i can so i would be you know switching off electronic devices i'm, I'm trying to kind of meditate toward the evening i i do kind of uh plan my meals uh, around it that i wouldn't have like the southern european style super heavy meal at 9 or 10 p.m yeah. uh, like locals would do um, but still, it's kind of at the moment. I, I feel like I just have to accept it. It's it's not perfect. It is what it is, and you know it will improve when the time is right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, and it, it's kind of it makes sense when when there is a lot of turbulence. Um, I guess I'm not the only one who's experiencing difficulties with sleep. But at that point, my top tip would be stop tracking it it doesn't help like once you kind of get over that vicious cycle then you can get back to tracking uh but looking at the miserable stats every morning it doesn't it doesn't do anything good so you you already know if you get out of bed and you feel exhausted um (laughs) the stats are not going to look great yeah that's actually a great point um as well because sometimes we just live in a in a cycle of our lives where things are just so hectic and tumultuous and um, and all that. So that, that's a great tip um, indeed. Okay, Laura, what is your final and fifth point, fifth and final point? Um, I would say um, books. And this is, uh, you know, uh, I might mention a few ones that I've, I've, mm-hmm. I've been reading or listening to lately, but kind of getting that inspiration to change your life, improve your lifestyle, improve your healthy habits. Um, it's not just about looking at social media and, you know, those flashy posts where people are posing in bikinis and promising you amazing results. Uh, I'm sure that it is inspirational to a certain level, but actually listening to experts, uh, I, I think for me that that kind of helps a lot more. And um, my my favorite for the past three years has been audiobooks. Okay. So basically, whenever, because still, wherever I am, I still am very um, 
rigorous about taking at least 10k steps a day. So I will go for walks anywhere, everywhere in the world. I, I need to keep myself moving. So having an audiobook um, along for those long walks, uh, that's actually it's amazing. So yeah, it is. kind of, it, it's a wise use of my time. Obviously there are times when I just walk in, in nature and I want to listen to the nature. Hmm. Um, but many times, you know, you have traffic noise or whatnot. So it's kind of, I, I use the AirPods uh, pro, so they block the outside noise and I have an, uh, you know, an informative great book um, playing in my ear. So that's actually a great use of my time. So I get both the, um, you know, fresh air outdoors, I get the movement and the steps. And then I actually have all this great new information that inspires me to, um, you know, live a healthier life. Because these experts, they tend to go deep. They tend to explain the reasons. It's not just, you know, uh, you know, you, you need to um, uh, take some sort of a supplement or you need to sleep. They actually justify why would you need to sleep? Why would you want to increase probiotics, uh, you know, in, in your uh, gut or, you know, th these kind of things. So personally, for me, it is a great inspiration to kind of stay on top of uh, what's what's happening in the health world and this specifically through experts i'm not big on social media i don't follow any um, big influencers giving tips so this is basically my only source um, okay. and yeah uh, i would say um, some uh, maybe i mentioned two good books that i've, I've listened to um, recently so one was uh, jay shetty's uh, think like a monk so this is a, a great book for people who want to increase mindfulness into their everyday lives. So, um, and the other author I, I just uh, I, I finished her book very recently is Soki Choi, who is a Korean medical doctor. Uh, talks about a healthy microbiome and kind of oh, okay. yeah. everything related to that. So we can link those um, into the podcast notes. What about you, Nico? Have you been listening to any? Good books lately? Um, not not lately. I have to say that that my audio book consumption has decreased over the last six months a little bit, which I'm I'm, I'm uh, planning to pick it up again. Though um, I've been listening more to uh, to podcasts recently, um, mm -hmm. but in within the same topic, I think um, one podcast which I found extremely um, interesting in the field of, field of health is Andrew Doctor Andrew Huberman's. Um, uh, podcast, uh, which mostly talks about, about um, neurobiology and neuro neurology and everything which is going on um, uh, in, in your brain and, ha and how can you improve um, some of those um, brain-related um, um, habits, if you may. And there, there's a lot mm -hmm. of very, very usable uh, tips and tricks and, as well, which you can implement into your life. Like yeah, sounds great. One sort of this. This is a this is a, a like a like a plus tip on, on top of our our five tips here. The one tip which I recall that, that Dr. Andrew Hoover said was that which has actually a measured impact into your um, brain and alertness and happiness is that the first thing when you get out of bed before you eat your breakfast and and all that type of stuff, go out into the sun if you're in a sunny place go out into the sun for 10 minutes 
and walk walk around for 10 minutes because sunlight into your eyes first thing when you wake up uh, triggers some positive positive uh, reactions in your brain brain and neurochemistry mm. um i love yeah. that yeah so my, it's, my, it's very intuitive it is it, it is yeah absolutely um so my number five is it's actually the same sort of in the same field, I, I, um, I put Ben Greenfield's Boundless uh, book um, here. And before we dive into that book in itself, why books and audiobooks are so great, especially in the in the realm of health and well-being, is that the more you listen to it, to to these or read them, um, it follows the same uh, principle of wherever focus goes, energy flows, and that area starts to grow in your life is you get more and more information of why you should be doing certain types of um, healthy habits. And you, you, if you um, do a good um, selection of authors or podcasters, which base their information on science and scientific studies, then, then, then this is, this is real. It, it really can then give a, give a, like a um, proved good outcome and impact to your life as well. So yeah. My last tip or tip number five is I think I'm, I'm going to put this as an optional because um, Ben Greenfield is a is a health health author, biohacker, um, and so on, a pretty famous bot podcaster as well. He wrote this massive I don't know six hundred something page book called called the Boundless um, Boundless book, and um, that book in itself like literally covers every single area of, of health uh, from, you know, um, nutrition, uh, mindfulness, spirituality, stress management, like you name it, it's there's something, some text uh, uh, about it there, which, which to me is great. Cause then if, if I have a question about something or I would like to improve some area of, of my, uh, my life, I, I'd probably grab that book and go and read what Ben Greenfield says about it. Like his, mm -hmm. I don't agree with everything that he says. There's a quite a lot of stuff which probably doesn't have scientific um, evidence that that much behind. So, it. just a quick disclaimer: he's not a researcher. He's not a medical no, no, doctor. No, he, yeah. So, Ben is definitely a health enthusiast, but I would advise take his advice with a grain of salt. Yeah, just absolutely. being critical um, and using your own brain and your own ways to kind of validate whether what he says is accurate and suitable for your personal lifestyle. Yeah. And it is, it is very good caveat, very good, good uh, disclaimer as well. Um, and that's how I do it as well. I don't believe everything that he says in his book. And, and then I just skip those parts, but there's a lot of useful information as well. Um, uh, especially about nutrition um, in, in that book, which I really, really enjoy. I don't, necessarily look at any of his exercise stuff or or something like that uh, but like especially on a nutrition side uh, and maybe mindfulness side as well I've, I've read quite a quite a few um good tips there um so that's just a like but this book is a bit more biohackerish book i think so it goes uh, quite deep into these areas so uh, it's just an optional sort of um health hack or health tip which you might want to uh, take a read um, as well. But in a uh, uh, quick question, Nico, because um, Ben is very commercial, so he's doing commercial. all sorts of sponsored stuff. So, how do you feel about this specific book? Is it 
you know, promoting um, no, stuff no, that he, no. okay. So th- that that's also a good thing to know. Cause if you ever yeah. listen to Ben's podcast, you will notice that most of the episodes he's, you know, advertising whatever weird devices and, and supplements and whatnot. Yeah. And he's obviously paid to do so that he can continue producing this content. Yeah. Um, but it, it's a good, um, good piece of knowledge that this book is written from his perspective and not from a, you know, commercial uh, promotional perspective. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I'll, I'll give another another book tip as well. Uh, probably one of the best um, health books which I've read, um, and this is purely science based. Um, called it's a book called Altered Traits, and yeah. we'll, we'll put all the links. Um, in the show notes for these for these books, but Alter Trades talks about the science of meditation, um, and and the the scientists or one scientist and one author, I think, um, they've studied um, the the science behind um, meditation for the last I don't know thirty years or something, um, and the impact of meditation to your brain. Uh, brain health, uh, your mood, everything that's happening about your mindfulness is simply staggering and it can it can be scientifically proven as well uh, and it I, I just found that book so fascinating uh, like how much of an impact even structural changes can happen through meditation in your brain uh, which is just fascinating so altered trade is uh, altered traits would be the second book tip uh, of mine today yeah i just wrote it down sounds like a great book so there you have it. Uh, there's, I don't know, 12 plus something tips. Um, yeah. uh, I think that th- this conversation has been really interesting. Like I, I got quite a lot out of it um, uh, with the yoga. And, and I still have a bonus tip. Oh. That would be, you know, if you, you know, are abroad, get Google Translate. That's the best sanity tool. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't speak the language in the area where you're staying. Google, Google, Translate. Google Translate helps. It's not a, right. a directly health-related, but it's a mental health-related thing. It is. It is. Lowering the stress levels, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's a great tip. I think for, for me, like, uh, um, something which I, uh, which I took from, from your, your tips specifically is, is the yoga mat, uh, which, which I might actually then invest into. Um, I don't have one, so and I've never considered having one, but it... it, it like everything you said about it is very, uh, very t- uh, true as well. So it's great. And, and I def- will definitely check out your, your book tips. Yeah. Uh, I haven't come across those. So, Likewise, I haven't, like, especially the gut microbiome um, person sounds, sound, or that, that book sounds, sounds like something that I, I definitely need to uh, um, read or listen to because I haven't really looked into, into that, that side too much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For sure. Thank you so much, Laura, for joining me um, in this awesome conversation of Healthzilla Weekly episode number 34, Healthy Hacks and Healthy Tips during these tumultuous times. And wherever you are in the world, please stay safe, please stay sane, um, and keep up with your healthy habits. Go and download the Healthzilla app right now for free from the, from the Apple App Store or Google Play. Obviously, it doesn't cost a thing. And you will be hearing more from us in the coming week uh, with another episode of Healthzilla Weekly. Thank, thank you so much for joining us. Have an awesome day. Cheers. This podcast is for general informational purposes only. 
and does not constitute the practice of medicine, nursing, or other professional healthcare services, including the giving of medical advice and no doctor-patient relationship is formed. The use of this information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast is at the user's own risk. The content of this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions.